Really? We were like, we were like 15 minutes in. Okay, ready? Oh, snap. <laughs> the Rocket Review, a streaming video podcast where consenting adults discuss sex, kink and BDSM, sexual health, sex work, and the adult entertainment industries. While our conversations are created to build understanding and share valuable information, not all views expressed reflect those of the producers, hosts, or sponsors. The Rocket Review is intended for mature audiences only. Hey gang, uh, you know my penchant for title holders? Well, I got another one. And uh, this time... All the way in from New York City. I, it's something about New England. I just I have this thing with New England uh, uh, winners. It's close. I, yeah. The, well, the leather gentleman has been in as yeah. well. And so, yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, and Jack He's Thompson. Fabulous. And Jack Thompson, of course, is a friend mm-hmm. of the show, has been on a couple of times. Uh, so, Pup Kenzo, how is New York treating you today? I mean, for some reason, it's like 50-something degrees, and it's cold outside, and it's May. So it's just been a struggle. But apparently next week, we're about to be in the 70s. So it's kind of good. I'm hopeful. This is that time of year when Mother Nature likes to stick her wintry head back in for a minute and go, hey, fuck you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They literally said for Groundhog's Day, it was like, Six more, six weeks more went for winter, and literally we got like ten weeks of winter. <laughs> so, Pup Kenzo, you are currently Mr. Eagle, New York City, twenty twenty two. This is a leather title, and we're going to get more into what leather titles are and what they mean specifically to you. But I'm going to open, uh, since you are a kinkster, with one of my favorite questions here on the show. When did you first discover you were kinky, and then when did you embrace it? Because it's not often the same point in time for people. No, you're very right on that. Um, I realized I knew I was very kinky at a very young age. I would say around 11 or 12, I knew I was very kinky. And that I didn't start really acting upon it until I hit, I think it was 16. Yeah. And then I really dived into it once I moved out of Louisiana. Oh, grew up mm-hmm. in the South. I am from North Indeed. Central Texas and, ah. uh, and have had many wonderful times in New Orleans. Oh, and so, I but, love New Orleans. But outside mm-hmm. of New Orleans and Louisiana, it can get very conservative and it can get very hard to be gay, let alone kinky. Oh, indeed. There were there are aspects where people, literally your neighbors know about your sex life. And it gets very, very uncomfortable <laughs> at times. It's weird. It's almost like you're in adult content creation, but yet you're not. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, they know all about you, but yet they don't know anything about you. It's a, it's, it, it's an interesting dichotomy. We'll have to explore that again sometime. <laughs> um, um, so around 16, 18, you start kind of exploring and experimenting. What was one of the first kinks you started to uh, explore? Um, the first kinks I ever started to explore was diapers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Got, I got, got a little A B D L action going on here, maybe. Oh, one hundred percent. I live my lifestyle completely. I love it. It's one of my favorite kinks and it 
allowed me to be the person that I am today. Share with the greater audience, some that are novices and they're very new to kink. What does ABDL mean for you? So ABDL is an acronym for adult baby diaper lover. And for me, what it has, um, what it means to me is an opportunity to become, to be vulnerable in a space where I feel like I've created for myself. And what it, I feel like it has done for me is I feel like ABDL has allowed me to just be open of who I am and to allow not just myself, but others to be in a space where they could be themselves and they could just feel as however age they want to be. This is a form, uh, gang and the larger audience out there, this is a form of infantilism. This is a rather common uh, fetish as far as uh, as as cathartic kink and fetish uh, go. Lots and lots of people throughout history have enjoyed a bit of baby time. A bit oh, of yeah. mommy, a bit of mommy and daddy time. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> look at, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, there's a growing number of uh, modern kinksters, of modern ABDL kinksters that don't even particularly sexualize the fetish. For some, a growing number, it is a, a purely cathartic uh, exploration. They use it as a as a respite a break from reality and a, a bit of escapism, which all kink is a bit of sexual escapism in a lot of regards. Uh, what drew you uh, uh, to this, you know, ABDL play uh, just the freedom, the, the enjoyment of, uh, of, of, you know, lack of responsibility. I'm a pup. And so I uh, enjoy that whole, I've got no responsibilities. I'm not in charge. I can be led by my instincts. uh for me abdl well to start off abdl for me um it was i started off when i was 11 and i was trying to figure out how to stop bedwetting because it became a huge issue for me to wake up very just like wet and um one night out of random out of nowhere my i guess my little cousin was sleeping over and he had his pull-ups, he had his pull-ups, and I was just, it, it looked very interesting, and, like, it was staring at me at the face, and, like, I, I couldn't get it out of my head the whole entire day, so I was just, like, I put one on, I woke up wet, and 11, 12, 13 years old, that's when kids start getting really, like, for oh, yeah. everything, and so I, I woke up, and I was, like, whoa, this is a thing. And it just became something that's just like, why am I into this? And that's, this is when Google started to form. And I'm like typing on my Google, like, why am I into diapers? What's so intriguing about this? And then I found this community online of like, just people um, that were so into it and that were just very happy. And it was just like, whoa. And they were just, it felt freeing. And it felt liberating just looking at those pictures. It's just like it clicked. And that at that moment, I knew I was just like, this is where I needed to be. And this is the headspace I want to be in. And yeah, that's how I found ABDL. When I moved back from Louisiana to New York, 
I hopped up on FetLife because someone recommended me on Fet, to FetLife to find kink communities and spaces. And I found local ABDLs to um, hang out with. And I started going to munches. And I ended up falling in love with the community and myself for it. Is it, would you consider it your primary fetish? Your only yeah. pursuit? Um, talk to me about a typical, uh, session. What's a typical session like for you? Uh, you know, how does it start? What, uh, you know, do you have any catalysis? Is this a daily activity for you? Are you, you know, cause I have ABDLs across the entire spectrum. Um, I'm a bit of a daddy dom in my <laughs> professional life. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, I, I have ABDLs that are daily 24 seven. And I have some that are weekenders as I like to call it. Uh, where do you fall in that, uh, category categorizations? Oh, I live it 100%. I wear 24 seven. I sleep in a crib every night. Um, I have diapers stacked on to, to the brims of my ceiling at the moment. <laughs> uh, I, it's, yeah, I, I immerse in my lifestyle and a lot of my friends do as well. So we all keep each other grounded I, by keeping each other. I know an entire house full of ABDLs that live in Tucson. It's, yeah, it's not a, <laughs> not a, and I'm not even doxing anyone because it's not like they're not unknown to the community. Yeah, no, right. this, uh, this uh, ABDL is growing wildly in popularity. Um, I have lots of my own theories as to why there's an entire generation or two of folks who are really getting into uh, uh, giving up responsibility for a, a while, giving up uh, stress and anxiety for a while. There is great catharsis. There was an entire science around rebirthing using many of the techniques that ABDLs fall into naturally. Yeah. Uh, to help regress people and get them to, uh, uh, uh re-experience, uh, infancy and babiness, you know, again, there's also a distinct level of vulnerability that I think is really, uh, 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 wonderful. Uh, but then of course, we, we probably can't close this conversation on ABDL without talking about the SOG monster uh, for, just a, for just a little bit. And uh, uh, is, uh, is, is, he, is he troublesome in your world? Do you, are you troubled by the SOG monster a lot? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're fine. You're just fine. You're just fine. Gang, if you'd like to follow <laughs> If you'd like to follow Pop Kenzo on social media, I highly re recommend you reach out to him on Instagram. Find him at Pop Kenzo. Pop, you are, as we established earlier in the interview, Mr. Eagle NYC. Mm -hmm. And you're not done. You didn't just get a regional title and say, eh, great, cool. I'm, I'm, that's great. Nope, you're going all the way for international. And you're on your way to international Mr. Leather. Uh, coming up this next weekend, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken, in two, I think two and a two half weeks. weeks. That's right, two and a half weeks. Yeah. I will be in uh, LA covering DomCon, but I will be watching intently. 
the feeds and stuff. Cause I got a couple, I got a couple of friends this year, you included going into mm-hmm. this contest. And, uh, and I wish all of you the very best of luck. This is the pinnacle in leather titles. Uh, international Mr. Leather is going on, I think almost 40 years in existence. Uh, what class is this? 44 class of 44 each class takes the next succession in line uh this of course is the historic step down of jack thompson uh iml 2019 who of course didn't get to step down in 2020 and has very graciously been holding that that sash for the next uh the next winter and i'm really excited that he gets to pass that on uh, we got to we got to run into each other in LA for LA Leather Pride just a little bit ago. Speaking of more, yeah, we saw each other at Claw. Did you guys see each other at Claw? Awesome. Oh, yeah, was- we had that a lot. <laughs> He's great. I love my brother Jack. Hey, no, before we take a break, talk to me a minute about the the Claw ABDL experience. I hear it is quite something. It was. It's magical. Um, this year they had this year at Cleveland. What I could tell you um, is they had a booth. That was in the vendors mart where they sold onesies, diapers, t-shirts, stickers, you name it. They had it. You had they had a in the side of their booth, they had a high chair where you could take a picture, where you could take pictures on with um with this giant banner. Uh, I believe, and it was really cool. I believe that's said, ABU. ABU. Yeah, with AB Universe. And then they also had um uh one of the rooms in the seventh floor, if I'm not mistaken, they had um they had the whole entire nursery set up. So they had the crib, they had the changing station, they had TVs, and they had multiple um, activities going on throughout the weekend. So, for example, they had diaper parties, they had cereal cartoons in the morning, they had Mario Kart tournaments, they had classes where people talked about um, um, taming your little to a- understanding ABDL and um, even explaining the difference between pup play and abdl they had so much this year it was absolutely well, amazing because baby pups are now a thing baby oh pups yeah are now we're growing <laughs> it's uh it is rapidly growing uh, uh i found the fetish quite a long time ago and uh um uh and then recently have just really enjoyed being you know dad big brother i can often be uh called upon to be the bully big brother as well <laughs> but uh here at the rocket review we're actually gonna start hosting an abdl focused mario kart tournament once a week uh maybe once well we're gonna start once a month hopefully get it up to once a week but yeah midnight mario kart we're gonna do it on fridays at midnight yeah central and yeah, yeah, doesn't that sound like fun? And uh, it's also a chance to really uh, bring to a mainstream platform uh, like Twitch uh, a conversation about ABDLs in a very realistic standpoint. What is the day-to-day like uh, when you are a lifestyler um, and stuff? Because there's a lot of professionals that would like to understand more uh, the the current ABDL scene. And, uh, and, and uh, so thank you coming on and doing an interview and being so open about that we're going to take a very short break and when we come back we are going to talk very extensively about your run for iml and how you've been preparing and every everything that's going on with that so stay tuned 60 seconds gang we'll be right back 
Hey gang, Rocket here. Are you the owner or marketing manager for an adult-themed or sex work-based business? TRR has advertising sponsorship opportunities created for the adult industry. A one- to two-minute ad spot during episodes of TRR is a great fit for small adult businesses like adult event promoters, sex toy creators, fetish gear and apparel lines, adult social clubs, and online adult entertainment companies. Sponsoring the Rocket Review helps keep independent adult industry voices on mainstream platforms and makes phenomenal promotional tool for sex work and adult-themed businesses. For inquiries, email rocket at therocketreview.com. Gang, my guest in studio all the way from New York City today, a breezy, chilly New York City today, is Pup Kenzo. Pup Kenzo is Mr. Eagle, New York City 2022, but he's on his way. He's on the road to IML 2022, International Mr. Leather. Talk, let's start, let's rewind a little bit. Talk to me about what was it like getting ready for the Mr. Eagle? contest what uh what time of year do they hold that early early part january um uh, early october so the beginning of october got it got it got it yeah um prepping for that has been that it's been like it was how can i let me think about that prepping for that was just ooh. So it's such a joy, such a joy, because I had, can we start that question one more time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we should start that one more time. Pup Kenzo, you are currently Mr. Eagle, New York City, 2022, and you're on your way to the International Mr. Leather Contest here in another couple of weeks that we talked about in the beginning of the interview. Let's rewind a little bit. And let's talk about what was it like preparing for the Mr. Eagle contest last October? So preparing for Mr. Eagle, um, actually for me, started in June when I decided I wanted to sign up. Um, I knew I had a mission when I when I first went into it. And my mission was to um, show people that leather is not just what stereotypical leather men looks like. Like I am feminine. I am black. I am so much things and more. And I wanted to show that as leather folks, we are also that. And um preparing and going into that, I knew to say that was gonna already spark words so i i felt very confident i felt very confident going in um i had a lot of advice from a lot of people who i spoken to that were former title holders and even previously before then i was northeast puppy 2020 and 2021 so so this was not your first run at a title no (laughs) it wasn't my first rodeo so i i knew i knew how to go into it so Basically, what I did is I talked to the judges that I um, for the Northeast Puppy and, and Handlers, and they re-interviewed me um, before I hopped on into um, into Mr. Eagle. And then once I went into Mr. Eagle, I felt the most authentic. I felt very authentically me, 
And I knew that's all I had to do. And I went in there and according to every single judges till now, they're like, you breezed it. Like it was all you. And I was just like, because it was off, I was authentically me. And that's what it was about. I I <laughs> applaud. I applaud you because that's the only way to go about this. Uh you brought up you brought up that you are a bit effeminate in your natural presentation. I fall into this category quite a bit, especially if you get a drink in me. Uh, it can uh, uh, really become quite something. And uh, and in the very distant past, uh, uh, cis gay male leather wasn't always overly accepting of a femininity because it flew in the face. It, it flew against the stereotype uh, that we commonly associated with that very traditional, you know, look and image and uh and stuff and so i applaud anyone that is living their authentic leather life and doing it in their own genuine individuality uh it's not it's not an easy thing to do conformity seems to be a very trendy but yet never spoken of kink in our uh in our circles and so and so i often like to point out the anomalous the people being very individual. And I like to say that that is what we need more of. That is what we need to lift up and give platform to. Uh, Jack Thompson is definitely one of those people Uh, though. He can, though he can move in those traditional circles very, very well. And I think that as an ambassador, he's going to be excellent for the rest of his days. Uh, I look forward to the next IMLs, which could be you pup. Could be. <laughs> so we've talked, so we talked about your run up for NYC. What are you doing to prepare for IML? What have you been doing to prepare for IML? Ugh. So, so far what I've been doing right now, um, I've been, I've been preparing, um, with my speeches right now, currently I've been preparing with my speech, but uh, throughout the process starting and if I'm not mistaken, I think January, I was working with the designer Felix uh, from FM Leather um, to get what I wanted to wear down and done with. So I've been starting since early getting things done and all I've been doing is just adding on to it. So it's just like, oh wait a minute! I think I have this idea. Let's 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 work on this one too. <laughs> uh, but I've been also working with a lot of the um, title holders here in New York City to also um, interviews and um, just them them checking up on me, making sure that I'm okay and I'm prepared, and even to the point where um, I've been reading my speech out loud just to get. Um, to see their reactions. And so far, I think I think I'm great. <laughs> I think, I'm, I, think I, I look at all my looks and I look at everything that um, I'm wearing for IML and even what I have to say and what I'm about, even what I'm about and what I have on my resume. Um, I know I am confidently going to be there being the best me that I can possibly be. Have you picked out a signature pattern for your diapers yet? Ooh. 
I'm just curious. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm legitimately curious. Um, are you are you going to go with basic black? I just saw. I'll them. let you guys see. <laughs> oh, good. You guys oh see. I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> well, we're gonna. Well, we're gonna be following your Instagram, which has been on the screen here, and uh, and the gang will be following as well. And so, uh, yeah, we're gonna find out. Prince, totally. Or solids. What did he go with? Let's. We'll. We'll find out. Pup Kenzo, thank you so much for joining us. What I would like to do is request that you come join us again after this IML experience, after the dust settles, sometime this summer. Circle back with us and share your thoughts on how it all went, how it all you know went, you know played out, and and uh, and your thoughts about that. But I have one small bit of advice because I've talked to a lot of title holders in my time. Try as much as you can to enjoy this moment while it's happening because it will go by in a blink and then it'll be done. Yeah. So regardless of how it plays out, you're already a winner. You're Absolutely. Already, you're already a title I holder. I tell myself that every day. Well, all of I've you are already title holders. Day. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you multiple times over. So <laughs> whatever yeah. the outcome in Chicago here in the next couple of weeks is going to be gravy to the work that you've already done and the work that you're already doing. So applause. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Hang tight. I want to talk to you in the green room after, after just a little bit. Of course. Thank you for listening to The Rocket Review. If you would like to be a guest or have your adult industry business featured on TRR, please email rocket at therocketreview.com. TRR is a production of Whole Punch Media and is supported through corporate sponsorships and subscribers like you. Remember, gang, if you can't be good, be damn good at it.